Hello, sweet friends. Welcome to another episode of Happy Sad Talk Thing. This is a very fucking awesome episode that I'm super stoked to share with you guys. <laughs> um, I got to record this podcast with one of my heroes, uh, one of my personal heroes, one of my podcasting idols, Aaron McGathy, on my recent venture to Ireland, um, which I still have to do the the episode about that. It's hard finding the time, friends. Um, that's not your goddamn problem. Um, <laughs> but I, I was in Ireland for two months this summer, uh, farming and, and traveling around and doing some stuff. And um, anyways, when I got there, I was like, oh, you know who just moved to Ireland a year ago? One of my fucking favorite human beings ever, <laughs> Aaron McGaffey. <laughs> so I just like emailed her out of the blue and I was just like, I was, I think I was listening to her podcast, uh, in the Dublin airport and, um, she was like, yeah, like if you guys have any questions or anything, like send me an email. And I was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> um, and I'm from Los Angeles slash live in Los Angeles. And, uh, that's where she like emigrated from to go to Ireland. So I was like, okay, there's a common thread there. Like LA peeps in Ireland trying to make podcasts. Um, but she has like a, (laughs) a large, awesome, great podcast. And I am, uh, just a little, a little baby podcast. Um, but the just anyways, so not only did she agree to do it, um, but, uh, she just was extremely kind and, and generous and, uh, just like, I don't know. I felt very legitimized, you know, she, she took me very seriously, uh, as a podcaster, as a fellow podcaster, you know, and I was playing a lot of music in Ireland with different people, and uh, I was just thinking a lot about communities, you know, and like, I feel like the folk music community is uh, all about like inclusivity and like hanging out, you know, and like, uh, like if you, if you meet someone like with an acoustic guitar and you guys like play like some old John Prine song, you're like, oh, like oh, this guy's cool. <laughs> And so it warms my heart that, uh, I, I don't know, I feel like the podcasting communities has similar values of, like, uh, of like DIY, of expression, of uh, honesty, of conversation, of, um, I don't know, yeah, of uh, just talking. And uh, I feel like those are also uh, maybe Irish values. So anyways, um, that was the kind of theme of the trip. <laughs> But uh, so it meant a lot uh, for for Aaron McGathy to uh, not only agree to be on my podcast, but invite me to her home, uh, feed me tea, feed me gin, um, and then like her and her boyfriend like took me out to a comedy show later that night. It was fucking rad. And I was in Dublin for like a couple days, just kind of like winging it. You know, I had no plans. I had I didn't know anyone there. <laughs> I ended up meeting with a friend later, um, uh, but basically like. I was feeling a little lonely and intimidated by a big city, and uh, one of my favorite people ever fucking showed me around. Like, how fucking cool is that? <laughs> um, it was fucking rad. Erin McGathy is hilarious. Uh, she's super smart. Um, like I said, she has an incredible podcast. I don't know if I've said the name of it already. It's called This Feels Terrible. Um, we talk about all that. Um, I've been a fan of that podcast for many years. Um, so she's, she's in my life a lot. Um, you could tell I'm nervous doing this intro. (laughs) I was also nervous doing the fucking thing. This is normally I'm just interviewing my friends like, yeah, man, fucking music's so cool. (laughs) 
you know uh so this was this was a big deal for me and it was really cool and it was really fun um but yeah um because she's so intelligent and smart and and quick um i was i was nervous you know and i obviously had a lot to say because i've been i've I experience a lot of her, you know, either from the Harmontown podcast, which she has a huge part in, and the Harmon Quest um, uh, series on uh, CISO.com. Uh, she was married to Dan Harmon for many years, and so she's in the she's in the Harmontown documentary, and that's a big part of my life. Um, but most notably from her work and her work as an improviser and a podcaster. Um, and she had a one-woman show last year at the French Festival, and she's doing one again. This year at the French Festival called Murder Town. Go check it out in Scotland. Also, if you're in Scotland, my friends have a band called Thumpasaurus. They're a great fucking punk funk power dance band. <laughs> check them out. Um, anyways, Aaron McGathy. Oh my god, what a gem. Uh, super kind. And also, after we stopped recording, I kind of like talked to her about this like uh, abusive relationship that I used to be in and um, she offered me like a lot of really really first of all she listened to me you know way beyond past what she you know like we had already done the podcast and we sat there talking for a little more and she uh, she told me something really profound that I'm, I'm gonna try to pass along without sharing the story because um, it's a little personal um, but basically she said like, if you walk away from something, having grown as a person... I was talking to her about, like, it was complicated because I, I had, like, a lot of complicated feelings for this person because they gave me a lot, but they also took a lot from me, you know? And she was saying, like, if you walk away from something stronger and wiser, maybe that's due to your strength as a person and not necessarily to the generosity of the other person, you know? Like, they're not necessarily, like, Mr. Miyagi, you know? coming to teach you something and, and just because you learn about yourself I don't know I just had never considered it that way and and it kind of reframed a, a semi-traumatic event in my life um so yeah that was just uh that was really profound and um yeah I mean I've been texting her <laughs> I think annoying Aaron McGathy and being like you're so great <laughs> I've just abandoned all hopes of her thinking I'm cool <laughs> Yeah, whatever, no big deal. No, it was fucking great. And uh, me and my friend Sarah listen to her podcast every week, and it's fucking awesome. And she was great. And we talked about relationships. We talked about comedy. We talked about uh, honesty in art, you know? Um, and we talked about... Uh, oh, and we played a game because she plays. She likes to play games, and so I, I had her play this game where I gave her the name of a fake band, and then she had to tell me about the band. <laughs> Yeah, man, and uh, her and her, yeah, her and her boyfriend, I told you, they took me to a comedy show. Basically, I was feeling lonely, and uh, they made me feel not lonely, which is fucking rad! Anyways, uh, please enjoy this wonderful conversation with a wonderful human being. Oh, also, side note, you'll hear halfway through the interview, like, she offered me tea when I walked in, and I was like, sure, and then she told me that she was going to be having gin, um... Because she just said she was kind of having a, a weird day. And so halfway through the interview, you'll hear me, like, offer to join her on the gin. And, like, that was not a peer pressure thing. I was just like, oh, I want to try to get on her level, you know, and, and connect and stuff. Um, and I don't really drink gin that much. I, I drink, you know, I drink from time to time. <laughs> but I, uh, I don't really drink gin. And so I, uh, I fucking ended up drinking too much gin. Um, I, I don't think I made a fool of myself or anything. But anyway, so that's just a little fun fact. As you're listening to the back half of the podcast, Mackin's fucking drinking gin. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Fucking love everyone so much. Um, if you're a new listener uh, and you want to give us a, a little good rating on iTunes, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, here's a wonderful conversation with a wonderful human being, uh, Aaron McGathy. Here we go. Sorry for not getting back to you. I'm like only on Wi-Fi, so I'm like only getting Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm only on Wi-Fi? Only on Wi-Fi, man. I go to therapy sometimes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be on, on uh, if you're going to be on Ireland, if you're going to be on the Isle of Ireland, you should get uh, WhatsApp. Okay. And you should also get a data card. Okay. So you don't, it's like $20 unlimited data for the entire month. Oh, I yes. will show you how to do it. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Thank yeah. you so much. Definitely going to do that. It's the uh, data capital of the world, or something. <laughs> is it the Google World headquarters is here? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that's it's like true. Pushing. It's actually a thing. <laughs> it's not. You wouldn't think that Ireland would be the, the tech data capital, capital of, of the world. <laughs> yeah, but see, I pay twenty dollars a month. That's awesome. And I still have an American phone line, and I need to turn it off. And it like it's like a hundred dollars a month, and I'm still it's Dang. crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Anyway, yeah. it's your podcast. Yes, my podcast is... Yeah. Uh, but obviously, you can cut all this riveting phone talk out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think people are like mainly come to my podcast for d- international data plans. You also need to download um, the WhatsApp app Yes, for when you meet people. Because okay. then you can talk to people for free. Also, with your friends back home. Because that's all free. Okay. And yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, download the My Taxi app. Yes, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Is that, yeah, I tried to Uber and then I like gave up. Oh, um, there's not Uber here. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like it might, I think the Uber app does it where they're like looking for drivers, but yeah. there are none on the island of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, unless one gets on a, on a ferry from right. the UK. Yeah. And I don't even know if they have Uber. Maybe they do. Wild. And that's like the most LA thing I could say. I was like, I was freaking trying to use Uber in the airport. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, um, no, what did you ask Ireland me? Ireland has like, a big taxi culture taxi culture yeah taxi and data you know yeah the but, like the ta- but, but the cat have you been in a taxi yet here yeah yeah i was okay. in one taxi they're so nice like cars yeah. yeah they're nice and the people are nice it's a really yeah. good way it's like it's a whole thing you should get into it get into a cab and tell them your secrets <laughs> really it's like a really good thing yeah i want to use that as a soundbite just, up top. just- <laughs> the first person i ever told i was going to get a divorce was an irish cab driver really and then after that i yeah. told six more irish cab drivers and then i was like i think i'm ready to tell people i know <laughs> but i really was like what do you think and like gave yeah. them all the de- and they were really like yeah. thoughtful about it totally yeah and then a couple were like ah come back here and i'll marry you and i was like okay <laughs> that wasn't the point of me <laughs> sharing with you but thank you yeah and then i would be like but really, do you think someone would marry me here? And they're yeah. and then they were like, "You're sad. Get off my couch." <laughs> oh man. Mm. Anyway, you're drinking tea. I'm drinking gin. Yeah. I'm drinking gin because I had a very hard afternoon. What? I'm so sorry. What happened? If you don't mind I mean, me asking. it wasn't. It wasn't hard actually. I yeah. had to return it. <laughs> I wanted to return a raincoat, and they wouldn't take it back. That is was my big tragedy. Is it that nice yellow one over there? Yeah. Well, you wanted some... to return it. Is that that shitty yellow one over there? <laughs> 
Um, that's not actually, I didn't actually have a hard afternoon. I was just like trying to juggle. It's nothing, nothing is bad. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out of town tomorrow. And so I saved everything for today. Yeah. Um, but everything is great. I was really upset. About, I was really, I've been really upset about Trump. And I think yeah. being upset about Trump plus just going through life yeah. has made me think in this moment, I need gin, which I'm, <laughs> but I probably don't. I Please. live in a very nice little little gym. house. <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> but I bought, sometimes I have these moments where I buy, um, where like, I've been living in Ireland off and on for a year. But yeah. sometimes I'll just have these moments where I get really nervous talking to an Irish person in like a transactional situation. Right. And I went into the shop and I had seen these raincoats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the reason why I'm sick right now is because I thought I had a raincoat and it was not a raincoat. Right. Um. And so I was like, I need a raincoat. I'm going to Glasgow this weekend to an outdoor concert and it's supposed to be pouring. So I'm oh, like, okay, I need a raincoat. Right. And I love the rain. Need a raincoat. Saw these raincoats. Thought they're they're cute from the shop window. Yeah. Went in to buy one, assuming it was going to be the price of a raincoat. Like, how much do you think a raincoat costs? <sighs> what terrible. would you pay for a raincoat? <laughs> Maybe like 60 bucks. Really? Jesus. Is that too much? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you've told me so much about oh, you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know if that's way under or way I mean, over. <laughs> um, I maybe I'm just insane. Twenty Six, bucks, two hundred bucks. <laughs> I would think. Okay, I would think thirty. I would think okay. thirty dollars for a raincoat. Yeah. Okay. And now I feel I've like, never purchased uh, like, a raincoat. Uh, like a, a member of the great generation or something. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I yeah, I've never bought a raincoat either. But I just assumed like, well, they're like. It's like a trash bag in a shape, right? Like that's <laughs> what it is, and that oh, that's be okay. Cheap. That's what you mean, as opposed yeah. to just like a jacket, like a. I'm see, I'm thinking like oh, okay. a, no, no. I mean like different pure, than like a pea like, coat or something. No, exactly. I mean, look at that. Look at that coat. Yeah, that is a raincoat. Right. There's no lining or any. Like it's just pure yeah. raincoat. Pure rain. Like yeah. the cover of the salt. Thing yeah. Like you couldn't wear has. that. You couldn't be like, oh, I'm just gonna wear this like a blazer. Right. Like you yeah. wear it only if there's rain. Trash bag with a shape, I think, should be the like the <laughs> slogan of raincoats. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> so so I went into this place just being like, I'm gonna buy this raincoat. And this was yeah. yesterday. And uh I grabbed one I really liked and just the color, I just assumed like, oh yeah. cool, this I like this color. Red is my favorite color because mm-hmm. this is the second raincoat I've had. The okay. plot, the plot thickens my head so <laughs> i go up to the counter to it's buy the hot coat. button issue for you <laughs> yeah. well because i just did something so crazy i can cross and- most of the questions off my list they're mostly raincoat related so <laughs> i think we're good <laughs> i went to the counter and i was like great one raincoat please and the guy says mm-hmm. uh well in ireland and in other places and maybe you know this i didn't but when something is really expensive they they might say it's very dear right, right. Yeah. so he was. He said, um, oh, "I mean, these coats are very dear, but like you'll you'll only need this for the rest of your life. And expenses are, are relative from person to person. Like a few days yeah. ago, I bought like a bag of coffee, and the woman was like, oh, boy, this is really expensive.' But it was like six euro, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, no, I wanted to treat myself to a fancy yeah. bag of coffee. Like I don't totally. feel like six euro is insane. Right. But he said, oh, it's very tear- dear. So in my head, I was like, no, oh, it's probably like 40 euro. Mm-hmm. 130 euro. Fuck! For, for that? that? For that trash bag with a shape. <laughs> and instead of saying That's like, atrocious. oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, thank you. I mm-hmm. misunderstood this. I thought, 
yeah. I thought I was just buying some piece of rubber to cover my <laughs> my my nice things. Like I didn't. I this is uh oh no no no. Yeah. Instead, he said, uh, "Okay, uh, 130 euro." And I said, okay, handed him my card. And he said, non-refundable. Or he said, you can't return this. And I was like, great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, (laughs) Did you tell him that you were like, whoa, that's too much? No, I just was in a daze. I was just like, yeah, my brain was just like, (laughs) uh, it's like my brain dealt with it as if I walked up and said, hi, do you have a trash can? And they were like, do you mean bin? (laughs) And I was like, yep, 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 yep. But instead, it's like, yeah. oh no, no! This is this is a full hundred euro, hundred, which translates yeah. to like I don't know, a hundred and eight dollars. Right, so euro and dollar is really close right now. Mm-hmm. But instead, I said like, oh, yep, because of like cultural differences. So then I came crawling back in today. Yeah, because I put the raincoat on at home, and it turns out there are many different cuts to the raincoat, and I happened to buy really like muscle man raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> which is meant to make you look like a muscle yeah, man. Which is also my band's name, which is like... Oh, Muscle Man Raincoat. Muscle Man Raincoat. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, but it's like... It's almost a hack joke at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked it. But you Couldn't can also resist. do improv team. Yeah, there's yeah, that. Or you like can also do, my book, my autobiography. Yeah. That's a good one. My though. artisan jam. Artisan jam. <laughs> I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to. I've never that used one. that before, but you can take it. So you had the wrong cut on the raincoat? I had the wrong cut on the raincoat. <laughs> so I... <laughs> went back today and i said look yeah i know you said i can't return this can i exchange it and he was like oh let me call the boss (laughs) dr raincoat yeah i got to call the boss and uh yeah and i just for an exchange like not even a return well because because people will buy them i mean one of the great things about irish people is that they're very like I was about to say tricky (laughs) 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 because yesterday I ran into an Irish friend and he said, instead of saying, how's it going? He said like, how's tricks? And I was like, Oh, you tricky Irish people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because people buy them like for a festival weekend because festival festivals are a big thing here. Okay. Like they're, which you've probably heard about. I don't know. Maybe not, but like they don't have Coachella. They have electric picnic, body and soul. Okay. Um, I've mainly, I've mainly Kenny, been talking blah, 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 to, to Dutch farmers, so like I don't oh, <laughs> know okay. too much about the festival circuit. Yeah, there there are a ton of there are a ton of festivals, so people need raincoats, and so they don't want people buying the right nice raincoat and then returning just like returning it, it because yeah. you know it's made out of rubber, so you can just wipe anything off of it anyway. So did they let you exchange it or they did? So I got one that was cut slightly better. I still hate it. <laughs> and it cost me 130 euro. Are you going to wear it out of spite or are you now like, I mean, I have to wear, I mean, it's yeah. now my raincoat. It's like, I got yeah. a hand me down from a sibling. I don't like, um, <laughs> but instead I'm 130 euro poorer. Fuck. So that's a bummer, man. Yeah. Anyway, my life's over. <laughs> like, I don't know how to live in a foreign country. Cause I feel obligated to buy non-refundable shit. Brain I feel you though because like I'm very like people pleasey thing, um, which like maybe ties back to the codependent yeah, type yeah, thing yeah. we were talking about I before. I think that was yeah off mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then like uh, so like if someone gets my order wrong and they repeat it back to me, like I'm so afraid of confrontation. Like they'll be they'll be like, uh, oh, like you said, like. Uh, caffeinated right and i'm like oh yeah totally and i'll have like ordered a decaf and yeah just, and you'll be you, I'm your like, doctor fine. just told you like you cannot have a, a bit more of caffeine yeah. or your heart will explode and i'm like yeah, i don't want to make this it. person upset <laughs> even yeah. though they're like 
and I just gave them money to do something for me. <laughs> That's a very culturally Irish thing. Is it? Like, I remember the first time, like, I was at a restaurant and, like, they brought me just entirely the wrong dish. Yeah. Like, not even, like, I ordered, I don't know, a salad and they brought me, like, I, I was about to say a boot. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of any other kind of food. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck, boot. Uh, they brought me a boot. They brought What's me a non-food salad? item. <laughs> boot, the opposite of salad. Uh, yeah, they, br- they brought me like a steak or something, like something to- right. totally d- different. And I just said like, oh, no, sorry, I ordered that salad. And they were like, oh, okay. And they brought it back. And all the people I was at the table with, they were like, oh, my God, look at that American just wow. And I was like, what? It was the wrong thing and they're like we would never we would never oh sending something back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the the what i've observed is that the irish thing is like to just take it and right. then just complain about it when the waiter's not in earshot <laughs> <laughs> and just be like well this is my lot in life right yeah. yeah it's interesting kind of like observing the kind of like idiosyncrasies of the irish people i mean like i've only been here for a couple of weeks but um, yeah what have you noticed what are some things that have been surprising to you well I, mean, I know like and some most, things that have, that have been not surprising. Yeah. Well, um, also, like, people are like human beings here who like wear modern clothes <laughs> and have the internet. <laughs> I think I was expecting was everybody big, in like tweed caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, oh, so just that people aren't just like, the magic, fact. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, like from beings. like if I took a lot of photographs from certain angles here, it'd basically be America. You know, there's like mm-hmm. a lot of things. Where I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> this is a modern culture. Have you noticed um, how tan a lot of the girls are in Dublin? Yes, actually. Isn't that kind of shocking? It is kind of shocking. I was weirdly, I'm not like a Tinder person, but I was like on the bus and I was bored and I was like, I'm here for a month. Like, you don't have to try to go on a date. I need Tinder away. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I'm clearly projecting my insecurity about being on Tinder (laughs) onto you. Um, Yeah. yeah, So, and I was like scrolling through the pictures and I was just like, this is not what I expected. Like, it looked like a lot of like girls from like la and stuff like that and yeah like, but like souped up souped up yeah, yeah just like a lot of makeup and like a lot i was just like whoa like this is not what i thought like irish youth culture would be yeah um, yeah i kind of the um i think it's because yeah so we're <laughs> to explain for the listener yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's um there's a trend of like this hyper hyper matte kim kardashian makeup mm. but it's on these like like beautiful Irish faces and like with young women, like it makes them look right older, but they're allowed, you know, they can do, they can do what they want. Mm. I think a big part of it is that Irish culture is more matriarchal. And so mm-hmm. they don't have the same thing that we have in LA and other places where guys are like, baby, I just like you when you don't wear makeup. <laughs> and what they're saying is like, baby, I like you just when you wear concealer and that nice moisturizer and just like <laughs> just like a tiny yeah. bit of mascara that i can't notice so you have that girl next door look yeah, yeah yeah you know like a man here would never ever ever say you're wearing too much makeup really that would never happen mm. i mean it's probably happened but then they would get clocked mm. like the women are like no i'm gonna fucking wear what i want yeah also someone said to me drunk at a bar i was wearing lipstick and i was talking to some some man who is who we were both getting drinks at the same time yeah. and I was drunk and I said so like what do you think about like all the all the makeup and he said like without missing a beat like oh well you can see the girl's lips better <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was asking someone about it and I was like is he literally saying that in a dark club you can tell who's female like that's <laughs> 
That's or who's presenting is. Or he's an alien and doesn't know where lips are and like needs a bullseye. (laughs) But I think it's that that like there's so because there's also like a higher threshold socially for public drunkenness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like at a certain hour, um, I'm going to make a big list of places for you to go just for anthropological reasons. Please do. I was going to ask you for this. Yeah, you should go to this place called Coppers. Okay. Which is the place that all of my friends here when I first came here, all my friends who are like all like arty comedy types, they were all warning me like, oh, like coppers is a joke, which is like, it's this club that's really big. Also like bars, clubs are different here than they are in the United States. And when I say club, I mean, it just feels like a giant bar with tons Mm -hmm. of rooms Yeah, and pubs have giant, like they're just huge. And coppers is this place that opens, that stays open till 4am. And it's where a bunch of, like teenagers and people in their early twenties come from the country mm-hmm. and they get like super dressed up and like full matte makeup. Right. And the guys are all wearing, um, you know, tight jeans and button up shirts. And, yeah. And they like, they just go in there and find someone to fuck. Like, that's it. That's it. Like that's the full, yeah. but it's kind of amazing. I, w- I wandered in there on my own, not knowing about any of that. And they were doing country dances like mm. Kaylee's, which is like, right like where you're swinging around, you know, cause they're from the country, mm-hmm. but Rihanna's playing. Right. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I will, yeah. I will have heard nothing but like a pretty much American pop music, like since I've been over here, which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of they watch American television. Friends is huge here. Oh, Simpsons yeah. is huge here. I so I've kind of been like binging the episodes that I haven't heard of your podcast. Oh, yeah. so if I reference a lot of details, like just it's very fresh in my mind. <laughs> but I just heard the one where you like, um, <laughs> like list, like watched all the episodes of Friends, thinking that there was going to be a whole nother season, and you like, you, oh, I you forgot about the that. Yeah. Series finale, and you're like, oh, what a weird <laughs> way to end the second to last season of Friends. <laughs> And then you went and checked and there's no, like, that must have been such a, like, a crushing moment. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> I've noticed that the Irish people, because I'm like, anyways, it's been interesting to, because uh, I have, like, vague Irish roots, as most Americans do. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's from Boston, so it's like, oh. it's been interesting kind of tracing the personality traits, you know? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, drinking, big thing here. Um, also, but kind of, like, over-apologetic thing. Mm-hmm. That I've been wondering. Are you kinda, Catholic? Yeah, Catholic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not like. Uh, right, not pro- but your family is Catholic. Kind of raised like half-ass Catholic. Right, right. Now I'm like a weird Duncan Trussell leaf. <laughs> I think that's the closest <laughs> reference to explain my. I mean, that's beliefs. an that's an extreme. Yeah. <laughs> reference. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of agnosticy, whatever. Right. Um, but it's been I wouldn't say Duncan Trussell is agnostic. Would you say at he's very all? theistic? <laughs> yeah 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 but i feel like he can talk to an atheist and have just as connected oh, totally. of a conversation oh absolutely no i That's know i, I love him yeah, yeah yeah i mean he 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 i think is like this just the in opposite duncan trussell aaron mcgathy hates duncan trussell <laughs> you heard it here first no i love him i, I no, could, yeah but agnostic means like well, i don't know i haven't really but he's like mm. constantly seeking which is like the cool thing right. about him, which is not yeah. being agnostic totally okay then i'm using the wrong term um yeah get I, out <laughs> <laughs> just learning in a safe space (laughs) um no but yeah i guess that's more what i mean like i just like kind of 
my whole thing is like connecting to people, you know? So if I'm talking to someone who's like atheist, <laughs> Sorry, a really funny just freaking, I like people, man. Just for me personally, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I like connecting with people. I don't know. You probably like fighting them, but I connect. <laughs> I'm, God, I'm pretty quirky. My unique thing about myself is that I like people. I mean, exist, you know? <laughs> pretty li- into the Beatles lately. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Food is good. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, uh, I breathe. <laughs> Okay, what I was trying to Sorry. say. No, blah, 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 blah. I like that. Yeah, I like that Duncan Trussell is always seeking and that he can talk to. So, like, I never want to be so spiritual or so atheistic that it, like, keeps me from a conversation with somebody, you know? Totally. You're just not fundamentalist in your beliefs. Right, yeah. But it is, I, like, I'm just fascinated by, like, belief systems, you know? And, yeah, yeah, And that yeah. type of shit. Anyways. Have you... I guess that's not exo- agnostic. There's no way to like describe it though. When someone like asked me like, because like Jesus was the background of my phone for a while. Like, oh, like, <laughs> and it's like half ironic just to okay. see kind of the reaction. It's almost like a test. Like, who is open minded and gonna I mean, think this do. is like interesting? I just met you. You do look like a youth pastor, <laughs> and you're also a musician. So I'm like, yeah. well, of course, <laughs> because I yeah. Raise you up There's on a- eagles' wings. Oh, <laughs> do you know any of those? Do you Catholic know songs? in the secret? That's my favorite. In the secret. In the secret. I don't. In the quiet place. <laughs> I remember it. I've talked about this on my own podcast, but mm. I remember it because. I used to think about boys I had crushes on when I was singing it and then like pray for forgiveness afterwards because it's about Jesus. But the song is really sexy. It's like in the secret. I mean, in the secret is like, why is it secret? First of all, that's that's actually, I've talked about this multiple times and this is the first time it's occurred to me that it's like, why is it secret? Anyway, the lyrics are in the secret and the quiet place in the stillness you are there and the mm. secret and the quiet hour I wait only for you because I want to know you more. And then the one of the verses is, I want to touch you. I want to feel your face. I want to know you yeah. more. More and more and more. And like, yeah. Yeah. I would, the youth pastors who are all like very sexy and all had like, fixed gear bicycles and guitars <laughs> yeah, there uh, and they like knew a... what they were doing <laughs> they knew <laughs> there's like a christian hipster like aesthetic which is such like an interesting so uh, group of people <laughs> i mean now i'm like now i'm so annoyed so yeah so i'm so bothered by it yeah well, but I, I, I used to like worship totally. it right my whole thing is like i think the thing that bothers most people on both sides of the fence of the of the god fence is like narrow-mindedness <laughs> you know and so it's like christians that are like yeah, oh yeah, i can't yeah. talk to that person they like don't like see my way of thinking or like it's interesting like having the jesus picture was almost like a test to see like oh because it's just such a provocative thing you know people like immediately have so many visceral reactions you know yeah And there's so many absurd things about modern christian christian culture that are like so not christian in a lot of ways but i just think it's like funny that like a bunch of people will be standing in a room drinking thinking about like singing about drinking blood and just like (laughs) It's not weird at all. They're just like, yeah, when we yeah. drink this blood. <laughs> and no one's like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, there's so many differences between yeah. Catholicism and um, non-Catholic Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny living in a Catholic country as someone who grew up super, super um, not Catholic Christian. Right. With like christian parents and my dad is a preacher and, mm-hmm. all, the, and all these things yeah, and then yeah. just i assumed that the country was going to just be very catholic but it's just mm-hmm. it's 
it's very culturally Catholic. Like people, mm. there's so there's so much less. You encounter so many less religious people here than really. I actually haven't met since I've been here, apart from meeting like my boyfriend's mom or my boyfriend's parents, yeah, and grandparents. I have not met like a spiritual Catholic. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a huge when when you say culture how do you mean just like as far as like crosses being everywhere and like yeah i mean culturally as in like the stuff you're talking about uh, like like apologizing or like apologizing. just being a nice person yeah or things that i think like i don't think we have as much i mean we certainly don't in southern california i'm sure i'm sure in um the northeast this is more of a thing but we don't really mm. have I'm generalizing but I don't think we really have um cultural yeah. catholicism the same way that we have like cultural uh Judaism right. people who are right. like I'm Jewish and I identify as Jewish but totally. I don't actually believe that I don't actually believe that Jesus is coming or I don't actually believe any of the spiritual things but I yeah. very much identify as Jewish totally. like people here that kind of yeah. it feels similar totally. with Catholicism Oh that's really that's a really interesting reference point But I but I think a a big part of that is the fact that you know, the Catholicism dictated the laws in this country since right. its inception, which was a hundred yeah. years ago last year. So it's, this country has been a country for a hundred and one yeah. years and it's only Catholic because of an American. Really? Yeah. Well, because here's some Irish history for you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, after the, the, uh, the, the rising, which was the Irish people rebelling against the English mm-hmm. Uh, the English killed everyone that was in the Rising, except for just a couple of people. One Fuck. person specifically who was a priest, who was American, and the the British didn't kill him because he was American, mm-hmm. and he happened to be a priest. This is your dad. This is my dad. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, when they were when they were drafting the Irish Constitution, yeah. this guy who was an American living in Ireland who is Catholic, he made the constitution super Catholic, Mm. even though that wasn't really what the people wanted, but it kind of just stayed that way. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, you know, Ouroboros fed itself. But when, when the, all the abuse in the Catholic church came to light, like a decade ago, people really, you know, turned their backs on the Catholic church in a big way. Right. And you can send your letters of complaint for all the flaws and <laughs> what I just said to at gmail.com. Right. Um, keep trying to answer your question because I want to hear your take on it. Um, I'm sorry. I am talking so much. That's This I is the point. Like, no, but this is your podcast and I am... It's fun. Ju- it's just a monologue. I'm sure your <laughs> listeners are hating this. Yeah, I'm so both sorry. of them are pretty angry at this point. Um <laughs> Yo, no. Okay, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Over-apologetic. So, like, everyone that I bump into on the street mm. or something is just like, oh, sorry, sorry. You know? Oh, yeah. Isn't just, like, that, w- before me, I'm used to being the over-apologetic yeah, one yeah. in my friend group. You know, I'm yeah. used to, like, over-being an over-apologizer. When you, when you bump into someone in yeah. Dublin, you say sorry, they say sorry. Yeah. You just, everyone says sorry. Everyone says sorry. Yeah, I, I love like, that. Actually. I love that, too. It's nice. Yeah. And I think that comes with a, I mean, there's two sides to that coin. There's, like, a, I think, like, an inherited guilt thing from Catholicism, you know? And, like, so many of the prayers start with, like, sorry i'm like (laughs) i have sinned and whatever you know which is a bummer um but if there's also like a consideration you know i'm saying of the Mm. irish people especially in like west cork where i was hanging out it's like everybody was just like super nice and i'd walk into like a cafe and i would be like are like are you okay (laughs) you know like a really considerate way yeah yeah obviously like i got rose colored glasses that's how they ask you what you want 
they say, are you okay? It's still, yeah, it's yeah. still hard for me to deal with that. <laughs> Sometimes I get frustrated with it because I, I, mean, I don't actually get frustrated. I'm, I'm like kind of having a hard I'm day. Always, I'm always <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm fine. But, but no, right. they're just like, uh, yeah. Instead oh, of I saying, what can I get you? That. They say, yeah. are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty tired actually, you know, like emotionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. 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 Irish people are the best. It's a real humanist culture. Mm. That's yeah. super cool to know. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought that. Um, like, yeah, it's the only place I've been where Irish people, like, I mean, I, the, the Irish, Ireland has a huge history of immigration, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, Irish people genuinely love Irish people, and when they go to other cities, they hang out with Irish people. Right. Also, something I love about Irish people, um, they don't go to Los Angeles because it's like the opposite of. Irish culture. Yeah, I was in a flower shop earlier, um, and the lady called it Gaga Land, which I thought was <laughs> I thought that was a fun name for it. Oh wow, I was Gaga like, Land! It's like you're not wrong. Like, <laughs> oh. And then they Anyways. ask you about the weather, and they're like, "Oh, you must be hating this." <laughs> Did you get the thing too? Like, because I've anytime I, get I that constantly, well, they're like, anytime I tell anyone, no matter where I am in America or here, like that I want to move from Los Angeles, like. Which I don't know. Like, I'm falling in love with it. But everyone's just like, are you aware that it rains other places? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> People think that, like, slightly colder weather is, like, that you're going to die immediately I if you grew I, up in Southern California. Yeah. I think a, I think a really... Well, m- my experience in LA is that... Yeah. I mean, a lot of my friends... Most all my friends are people who moved to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in San Diego, mostly. And, you know, so I'm not... Like, we're both from Southern California. Like, rain is, like... Ooh. Yeah. Oh my God, rain. <laughs> but then my friends from like New York and Chicago and Boston, Chicago especially where the weather is vicious. Yeah, right. Are like, why would you ever leave this place? And it's totally. like, well, I I did not grow up with the same thing as you. Yeah. Also in Chicago, you have this thing where like when spring comes along, everyone's like, oh my God, we've done it. We've done it together. Yeah. Like <laughs> survivors just, like together. Yeah. yeah. Whereas LA is just still, and I think there are people... I think there are soul cities for different people. <laughs> I think yeah. that like I I love this weather. Yeah. I love and it's also not that bad. It's not that bad. It it's really like not the Northwest, at all. like a little bit, you know? It's very much like the Northwest. Yeah. And it's way better than like Scotland or England. And people really? kinda lump all those things in together. Also the food is way better here than in Scotland. Really? And in England. Yes, especially Scotland. Mm. Heck Fuck yeah. you, Scott. <laughs> Coming down hard. I hate your food. <laughs> it's so shitty. Um. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Is it cool if I use your bathroom again? Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Can I join you on the gin also, if that's alright? Yeah, of course. Um. So why Ireland? Like, why did you choose to come here? Um. Well, when I came here initially, I don't know. That's a good question. I um. I had come here a couple of times on vacation just for a few days. And I, on one of the times when I went, I wandered into a comedy night just Mm -hmm. because I thought it was, I was like, Oh, what's Irish comedy? Like not really expecting anything, which is insane for me to hear myself say now right. but not that i wasn't expecting nothing i was just like we don't get much of it in the states so like, no and when you're in an la bubble yeah you're kind of like oh well this is everything yeah and yeah. when you're in la one of the coping mechanisms which is probably mostly healthy is to tell yourself like 
oh, well, this is where everyone goes. You have to be here to right. have your career work. Yeah. Because if you're somebody who doesn't really love the culture of LA, that's what you tell yourself to stay there. Like, yeah. well, I'm here for my career. That's why I'm here. Right. Um, so so uh, when I saw this comedy night and like everyone was so funny and there were so there were more yeah. female comedians than there were male comedians. Oh. And I was just, I was there with a couple other friends who were also comedians. And we were just like, this is unbelievable. And afterwards we were like, and now that I've been here for like a year, it wasn't even comedians who are like known comedians. They were just like circuit, just people who live in Dublin doing comedy. And yeah, when I was, I knew that I wanted to, I wanted to volunteer on a farm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so I, when I was choosing a country, I chose Ireland because I was like, oh, yeah. well, I want to just experience Ireland, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Did you do it through Wolf? I did, yeah. Oh, whoa, heck yeah. yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. why I'm here. Um, it's a great program. Yeah. So um, do you like, what's your relationship with LA now that you've kind of like left there after living there for a while? Uh, well, like now, something that I didn't realize before leaving was that with technology and everything it doesn't you know if you move to another country it doesn't mean that you're like totally done with LA and I I I mean I've gone back several times like I was just there for a month yeah doing stuff so now now it's just in the month when I was there this last visit Mm -hmm. I the first couple of days I felt like I was having an allergic reaction to it Mm. in a bad way like my teeth started hurting and my back was hurting and I like felt really sick and I think it was just because I was I was like oh no I'm back in this place where I I don't want to be like I want to right yeah um because obviously it takes it takes a lot of something to get up and move to another country with Mm. no roots in said country yeah um now yeah now i like it now i see it for like Mm. i mean i la is so spread out it is what you make it exactly and i now i'm able to go back and just like enjoy it and go to the things i like to go to instead of focusing on the things i don't like about it because i do love it i think there are so many great cultural things about it and i feel i feel very uh yeah, I feel like I'm from, I mean, I grew up in San Diego. Right. Big thing for me, weirdly, which I did not expect, is the lack of Mexican-American culture here yeah. makes me homesick. Really? Like, that's the only thing. Whoa, heck yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's the only culture that I really grew up with. Mm. And and I really, I'm not Mexican-American, but yeah. I, because I, growing up around Mexican-American culture, right. and just around. Especially in Southern California. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah, yeah, San Diego and and Los Angeles yeah. where I've spent most of my time. So yeah. that was kind of a strange thing for me, not mm-hmm. being, being in a place where people don't know Mexican Americans is like, Oh, yeah. it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Also like it's, in, I, mean, I haven't spent too much time in the city, but I think I've seen like three black people as like, as long as I've been over here. Really? Very interesting. Well, you gotta hang out in Dublin. Okay, There's cool. like, they're like Dublin's pretty diverse. Okay. It's diverse in a different way though. Right. I've learned since being here that so much of our American racism, which is kind of a no brainer, just comes from slavery. Like I just yeah. assumed that everywhere was racist kind of maybe a little. Totally. Um, 
but here I'm slightly worried about your mic oh, the way that you're sorry about that no that's okay I just just don't want the cool I'm gonna... I had some mic cords that that broke recently I'm not I don't think that you're gonna break it I would just cool. I'd want you to be on mic of course yeah if not it's no big deal because this isn't a real podcast um so. <laughs> this is just no. you talking yeah of course <laughs> I'm not gonna use this recording I feel like I should turn you up a bit mm. hello yeah okay cool um, have you done much like performing here in Dublin and stuff? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Like, just like stand up my... or improv or? Mm-hmm. Both. Hell yeah. I just headlined my first show. Nice. This last Sunday. How'd it go? Did 25 minutes. Nice. Uh, it went awesome, actually. Is it like Irish really audience? Like, did it take like a different kind of, did it take you a second to kind of acclimate to the different sensibility or like? Yeah. So like, so, so when I, I've been, yeah. The, the big thing that I had to learn coming here and doing comedy was that Irish people grew up with American culture. So right. they get all of my references. They know yeah. everything. I just assumed that they knew as much about me as I knew about them. So I was mm. like kind of over explaining myself. And they're so polite that like, right. it's just like, hmm, I think like the first set that I did in Ireland afterwards, someone said to me, fair play, which means like, you know, I don't know what that means. A fair play is just like, P- pretty oh, good. You, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The worst, thing, <laughs> the worst thing to hear. Also, the, another worst thing to hear, I, I've done stand-up a handful of times, but I mainly perform music and stuff. Um, it's just like, that was so brave of you to get oh, up that there. Is, that I is could never do that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, that looked really hard. Oh, man, I could never get up there and just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, when I, when I first did stand-up here, I was writing sets entirely about what it's like being an American in Ireland. And... Yeah you know it's just not necessary like irish people Mm. are i mean it's they everyone everyone has a relative who lives in the u.s yeah everyone they grew up with american culture they don't they're not french in that like irish culture i think is just being super human and super about that's beautiful human stories yeah like being and hanging out like that. I think that really is Irish culture. Like work, work hard, hang out, be cool, be sound. Whoa, that's awesome. Have you heard that being sound? No. So that's a big thing. Like when people are talking about like, oh yeah, I was hanging out with so-and-so, they're sound. Mm-hmm. That just means like they're solid. They're cool. They're yeah. like a nice person. They're not, they're not like, uh, would recommend. They don't have notions. Right. Which is the thing. Is that um, like a, someone who's fucked up? Or like someone who's got got an angle on you or something? <laughs> no, notions is like it's kind of like the Boston thing, but it's not as nefarious. Having notions means right up to something. You, no, no, it means I'm gonna stop guessing like you, and let you yeah. answer the question I asked you. Sorry, it just means like you you you're projecting that you are more than you actually are. You think you're better, yeah, totally. Than everyone else is having notions. Mm. Whereas, like I know in Irish American culture, having notions would be like. Ah, you going to college? Like that's yeah. really, but it's not really. It's not that. It's just like, right? Um, yeah, someone thinking that they're better than other people cool. is having notions. That's badass. Um, yeah. Okay, I want to just get through a couple things because I know your, <laughs> your time is limited. Um, when you did, so you did the French Festival last year, mm-hmm. um, and Doing I heard it again this year. That's what I heard. Heck yeah! Um, heck yeah! Well, <laughs> slow it down, Mac. Um, <laughs> I heard, I don't know, tell me if this is right or not. I heard that you, like, booked the show without having written the show. Yeah. The first one that you did, Love Love You Loudly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What that was that experience true. like? I wrote it 
the day before yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay that's like yeah. the most punk rock awesome thing ever uh, um, I, yeah how did that go what was that rock. like um uh like what made you decide like <laughs> fuck it i'm just gonna like do a one-person show i'll figure it out later had you had you done a one-person show before e- no um yeah <laughs> not really i mean i had done uh i mean in in smaller ways i had done one-person shows right I I I have like a long I mean the, the, there were there were like several years where I wasn't doing kind of what I was used to doing which was one person sketch shows or right. like character bits and stuff I kind of just was doing my ex-husband's podcast and kind of like right. living that kind of life and so I think I mean I signed up for the fringe being like I know I can do an hour. Like, I know I can put that together. I know mm-hmm. I can do that. Um, and also, I need to do this so I can kind of yeah. come back to myself. Totally. But I also booked a US tour where I was touring my podcast. That's right. And doing a different 20 minutes at every date. Yeah. <laughs> and in my awesome. head, I mean, it was insane. I'm glad, yeah. I, I'm glad I did it, but it was... Uh, right. It was... I missed you in LA. I was I did a little DIY acoustic guitar tour at like at the same time. And I was, oh, okay, so. yeah, 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 Anyways. yeah. Um, the LA show is is uh, a podcast. But it was. I mean, I, I so like there was so much work into booking a US tour, right? And I had just decided I was going to do it, mm-hmm. and so. Um, like m- most of my action comes from me fucking over my future self. <laughs> so just like, oh yeah. yeah, future self, guess what? You're gonna build a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, <laughs> like present funny. self doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> present self would fucking never build a house totally. barefoot. But guess what? Future yeah. self is gonna be ready for that. I kind of actively talk to. I call him Future Mac. I'm like, that's oh. a problem for Future Mac. Like. <laughs> Cause it's so. Cause I booked my tour myself, and it was like I was oh, so. Oh yeah, it's so much work. It's it a lot so of work, work. and it's it also a lot of so skill to it. For yeah, yeah. I've sent and, a like, couple emails. Yeah. Oh my god! But the hardest thing about booking a tour is that people do not get the fuck back to you. They do not get back to <laughs> no, you. No, it's so hard. Like people, because they know yeah. people are wanting to book things, yeah. and like three weeks later, they'll be like, "Hey, this is Rufus at Digi Lounge." <laughs> Uh, hey, we yeah. can't do that day, but we could do like two weeks from then. And it's Exa- like, that's dude, the hardest like, thing. I would, there's, yeah. I'm, I'm on tour. Like it's clearly yeah. a thing. I booked it myself and I was, <laughs> I was so eager to go and I was so, I'd started kind of telling people that I was going to do it before I booked it to kind of put the pressure on yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so what I was I did, so like, yeah. I'll do any show. And then I yeah. ended up doing a show in like San Luis Obispo one night. It got out mm-hmm. at 11 PM and then I had a show the next night in Seattle. And so oh, like no. I got onto the five and my iPhone was like, stay on the five, four, eight. Hundred miles. Oh my god! <laughs> it was a thousand thirty miles. So I literally it's drove all night, that- <laughs> like drinking Red Bull. I, when it's I was terrible. When I was booking the tour, I was staying with um, my my friend and her husband, who's a musician in the band The Eels. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Eels. Yeah. So E from the Eels told me mm. name drop. Ooh. I was booking this tour, and he told me, "Hey, just don't." When you go from San Francisco, you're going to think you can go from San Francisco to Oregon in one night. Do not do that. Mm. Don't do that. That yeah. is my musician advice to you. 
have a place in between. It's going to seem like it's not a lot. It's like a really twisty road. Don't do it. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then and I I followed his advice and I was like, oh shit. Like I'm really happy I followed. And it's a gorgeous drive. It's a beautiful drive. If you take your time, it's a beautiful thing. And you don't want to rush that insane mountainous. Whereas like I was going like ninety miles an hour at like three in the morning. (laughs) Like drinking monster. It was yeah. pretty terrible. It's a funny story looking back, but I remember pulling up to the next show literally after having driven 16 hours with no sleep and then like oh, taking out my guitar and being like, hey guys, <laughs> like let's do a two hour show. <laughs> like, woo. I was rushing. Was atrocious. I was rushing to the show, to a show in Austin last summer and I was, we were really tired and it was like one of these stretches of like 12 hours of driving and it was really hot outside and we were just exhausted and we had to drop by and like see some members of my family who I hadn't seen in a while and it was mm. just like, very awkward and was weird. Was this like in Florida? This was in Texas. Okay. Um, and we got to Austin and it was a thousand degrees and mm. the marquee said, um, this is terrible. <laughs> Instead of this feels terrible. <laughs> And I, I was like, yep, and, and like parked the car and then the car overheated and wouldn't turn on. And I just oh. like c- was crying and yeah. I was like, but it was fine. Like we were literally at the venue, but yeah. I just was so emotionally overwhelmed. So we did all yeah. that and flew straight from that tour to Dublin to do a show Fuck. at this Dublin festival and then flew to Edinburgh right. to do a month of an hour long show that I had not written and i think that's fucking badass i think that that's really awesome (laughs) (laughs) i don't i i mean i i think it's just stupid i mean it's like (laughs) i think i think i i I guess i i would i would i would say maybe it was badass that i pulled it off that like Mm. i didn't have a bad show it ended up being okay like it ended up being fine and like by the end i had like a like a show i was proud of but yeah truly not badass to not prepare what i'm trying to work on right now is like being a badass person who prepares for shit but yeah like, i feel you well i guess i was like i was listening to the wayne white interview that you did oh and you, yeah, he yeah. was talking about how he like and i'm the same way he like overworks himself and he like romanticizes yeah. the heroic effort you know of course, and so yeah. he'll be like oh like i i have to pull <laughs> two all-nighters in a row but like that's kind of fucking cool you know yeah and i'll yeah, end up just yeah. like wrecking myself as I'm opposed only... to being responsible I'm only motivated by like, oh, I have a show Fuck, yeah. in five hours. Yeah. But like the show that I'm doing It's better this than the year, other way around though. Sorry to interrupt you. No, but no, But just please. like, I feel like I know, so, especially LA, so many people that talk about shit and never do it, you know? So I feel like the other way around of yeah. kind of like putting yourself in situations where you're kind of forced to be creative and get something done. Is oh, like, yeah. Cool, no, man. Yeah, I you think know? that's totally, that's really I was like, one day and- I've been writing this like pilot for <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yeah 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 i want to wait till it has funding because i want to do honor you know i don't want to do it just a disservice so i need a a producer slash dj yeah uh yeah that's that's absolutely a thing yeah i'm I'm just very yeah it's hard for me to get the energy to complete a show unless i have like imminent yeah performing time so what's the deal with the show this year? Do you have it written yet? Or are you, do you have an idea? I know it's called no, Murder Town. No, but I have Town. to. Yeah, yeah. So it's called Murder Town. Why? Uh, do you have like a concept or a thing you want yeah, to explore? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's a what? I mean, I I think I kind of chose it because I I absolutely have to work on it before yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Because it's a one-person murder mystery. So it's basically a play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a play where I'm playing all the characters and the audience is the detective. That's awesome. 
Thank you. I mean, I, I, I'm try. I literally pitched it because I was like, "What do I want to do?" Because I enjoyed yeah. doing "Love You Loudly," but also, it was incredibly emotionally taxing because I was talking about right my actual life and divorce. And at the end of every show, literally every performance, which was 29 performances in a oh. row, literally every single one except for one, I just organically cried at the end. Yeah, <laughs> because. I was talking about this thing that I was still trying to wrap my head around. Right. Yeah. And that I, I am not a big advocate of performance for therapy. Like I'm very much yeah. like, no, totally. The audiences came. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think that that's like, they're like most of the art that I'm drawn to is people kind of like putting a lot of themselves into their art and kind of this like, you know, personal cathartic thing. But there is such a difference between that and just like reading your diary, even though like... Yeah, yeah, there's a big line. Yeah, but I think you thread the line like so well, like because on your podcast sometimes, like there was that one time where you put an actual like voice memo diary of you, like you had like dyed your skin blue or something on accident. Which I was about to delete. And then my boyfriend was like, no, no, it's fine. Just leave it. And I was like, I feel like this is insane to share. Right, but something I'm fascinated by is like the difference. Because like if I just like hypothetical example like pulled out my guitar and was like my dad hit me and then like strummed a g chord that's not art you know what i'm saying but yeah 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 you know like doing something incredibly personal but also yeah championing the audience like you do because i I never listen to your podcast i never think like that's so indulgent like you know what i'm saying (laughs) thank you i appreciate that because (laughs) i mean it a lot like i i feel very included and and 100 percent of the time me and my friend sarah who plays in my band with me um who i've been texting like oh my god We, we both like listen to your podcast and feel like included, you know what oh, I'm saying? Thanks. And feel like, oh my God, like me too. And it always feels like there's a purpose to it. And it doesn't feel like, uh, oh, like just like, like my Twitter page or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or just like, I'm working through some shit and kind of using you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, think about yeah. that? I oh, mean, I think about that endlessly. Yeah. Like when I, when um, I'm wanting to bring back my show, This Feels Terrible as a live show, but when I would do it, mm. As a live show, sometimes I would have like guest uh, co-hosts and a big thing always was like, like they would be like, oh, okay, I want to just read this diary entry. And I was like, okay, right. well, that's great. But like, what is the, w- like, what is the overall art right. of this? Like if it's yeah. just you sharing a diary entry, which is really sad, is is fine, but like you need to have perspective on it yeah, for it to be totally. a thing. It can't like just it's not be enough, you cutting yourself yeah, in front of everybody. It's not enough to just be honest. Like there has to also be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which and is one of the reasons. Songwriters why, like Jeff Mangum or like Elliot Smith or Jeff yeah, Tweedy, yeah, it's like yeah. they're bleeding on the page, but there's also like a craft involved. Yeah, and there's yeah. like a separation. Like it's not, right. there's, there's a boundary. I mean, that's one of the reasons why when I was on my ex husband's podcast, like there are sometimes when, or frequently, when like I, I really disagreed with him about w- how we shared stuff and right. the ways things happened, mm-hmm. things happened and the way that like when we were going through a fight at a certain point, he would be like, I will only talk to you about this on stage. Really? Yeah. And then I would just go along with it because yeah. he's more successful. He's older than me. But internally I was like, Oh no, I like, I really don't like this. Right. And I'm still being punished for it. Like still, uh. like literally, yeah. literally today I got an angry tweet about it. And it's like, uh. great. Like I, that is not me. I mean, it is, it is me because right. I was, 
having these fights on stage and right. the fights were in earnest, but like, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, like, I it don't, also, it wasn't like McGathy town. You know what I'm saying? Like you were in a very specific no, exactly. context. Well, exactly. I was like, well, I'm leaning into his thing, but, but it's frustrating looking but back on that. But also having something and, with your personal life and having to feel like, yeah, oh, or being blamed for all of that. Oh. And I can say that like, I don't know, like it, just looking at the facts of everything and right. being blamed exclusively for airing that stuff and sometimes Dan not being blamed, right? I think is sexism, but yeah. I don't know. I don't care. I don't actually, like there are times that I had fun on that show, yeah. but I really, really disagree with, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's good practice to just play a video of you crying or whatever, if there's no context to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's interesting to just <laughs> shit on people. I don't think it's interesting to just call people up who are who are sad yeah. and then not actually do anything and just be like, oh, okay, we're just gonna, going to exploit people who are sad in the audience. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, there are also people, other people on that show who are, I don't know, whatever. I'll talk to you after. That yeah, no thing. worries. And but, I, I don't want to yeah. uh, like harp too long on things that like i'm much more interested in your projects personally um thank you yeah so i appreciate that you feel that way i do think about that a lot and that Mm -hmm. was a lot i can imagine that just must have been a stressful time (coughs) to be like working on a real relationship and then also like having someone be like oh yeah no product essentially and like having to work that in yeah it was insane and i had to like i had to almost pretend that i had never done a show before because like there i had to because I, i was having to be honest but really, I was the only person who was really actually being honest. And right. Everyone else was being kind of a showman about their honesty. Right. And it's like, th- I feel like that's incredibly fucked up to mm-hmm. tell your audience that you're being incredibly honest and then just lie when it's convenient for you. Right. And then I was like, well, if we've told people we're going to be totally honest, yeah. I cannot, I literally cannot lie. And that's almost like a trademark of Harmontown. It's just like forthcomingness exactly. and And that's kind and... of insidious in a way. Like, I think that yeah. there are so many great elements to Harmontown, um, but I, I don't, um, I'm not missing it. <laughs> like, I'm happy totally. to... Yeah. Which, which I mean, to Dan's credit, like when we were together and I would be like, I don't like this. I don't want to yeah. talk about our fights on stage. Yeah. And he would be like, well, I mean, fuck off then. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like, well. Was it weird going back for the season two of Harmon Quest? Um, no. I mean, that's one of the sad things. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. weird. It should have been weird. It was totally fine. Yeah. I mean, because all of our fights were on stage because that's the way that mm-hmm. he requested it. <laughs> so we're like, right. Um, and I hope if I'm crossing any lines or like making you feel uncomfortable, no, let me know. No, no, I no. Totally I, I 100% would in retrospect. tell you. Cool. Like I, no, <laughs> no. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's a weird thing. Like yeah. I'm still, I'm still unpacking it. Yeah. Uh, was it weird to hear the, um, the sampler podcast that was like the clip it show was very your, weird it was very i know weird. you included yeah. a, like a statement kind of right after it like on your own podcast which yeah. was like also fascinating and and really cool <laughs> but how, i mean yeah, looking I back because i forget when that was like a year ago or something yeah it was like 
like we, yeah, maybe yeah. like September of last year. How strange that must have been to have like a piece of journalism that was like clips yeah. of your and relationship. Yeah, I mean, and it was kind of amazing. Like it was really well done. I, I mean, right. I haven't listened back to any Herman Towns or any of my own podcast and hearing it put together. Like I, I listened to it walking home from the gym and I had to stop and like cry. And like, <laughs> it was like, it was really, it was really intense. Yeah. Um, I actually reached out to Dan and I was like, have you heard this yeah. podcast? Fuck. And he said, no, it sounds like a weird troll thing. Right. Because he didn't bring it up on his podcast. <laughs> no, he didn't listen to it. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Take that for what you will. Right. Of yeah. course. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Anyway. Sorry to, oh, I know it's probably maybe like all this stuff is really fresh in my mind because I've kind of been burning through some of the episodes of your podcast. No, I no. I mean, like I'm, yeah, I'm still, I'm still unpacking all this stuff. It's, yeah. a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I wouldn't expect for it to be easy to go back and film Harm yeah. Quest and totally. for me to get along super well with Dan's girlfriend. And yeah. Also, there's no real frame of reference for what you're going through. It's not like you can talk to a friend and be like, oh, well, when my boyfriend's podcast, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? It is, yeah, it is kind so of that weird. That might be like isolating, yeah. I would assume. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, it is, a, it is a weird thing. It's annoying to me, though I deserve it. It's annoying to me when people are listening to Harmontown for the first time and are upset mm. with the way that uh things are happening right and that's annoying to me when they reach out to me and it's like dude like <sighs> yeah this is five years ago and <laughs> i agree with you like i've 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 yeah. grown past it there's totally. no there's no blueprint totally. for this stuff Fuck. i didn't know what i was doing no one yeah. knew what they were doing and also totally. just lay off like you don't yeah. get a prize for hating something yeah, or and someone also, to be punished for like putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. Like I just think is so like, what is that person trying to accomplish? You know? That's yeah. So I don't know. I like the reason why I'm annoyed with my appearance on Harmon quest or Harmon, not Harmon quest, but Harmon town is that I felt bullied. And so I assumed the role of like yeah. the little girl, the right. sister in the treehouse. which well, cause you're a performer and you, yes. And yeah, yeah exactly. You, you I was like, well, I guess this context. is my role. Right. And so when they were like, you're annoying, it was like, well, okay, well then I play the annoying person. Yeah. And then when people reach out and they're like, she was annoying. It's like, no fucking kidding. <laughs> like that's what they told me I was supposed yeah. to do. And because, I, and then when people say I forced myself on the yeah. podcast, I did not, I was asked to be on the podcast right. and then they pretended like I was forced on the podcast. Right. It's fucking insane. I'm just, and then like, oh, a, man. It's, yeah, it's, so stupid yeah um, and obviously like because harmontown is famous for its honesty but i still feel it like is <laughs> but i mean like you pe- for people not to recognize that there's still a show element to it you know that it's not well, totally behind yes. the curtain it's also stuff. like super not honest <laughs> p.s <laughs> email me at aramagathy.com yeah like it's it's not just because someone says that they poops their pants they're they poop their pants that doesn't that's not honesty right right it's insane well just recognizing yeah that it is a a performance to some degree. Um, Aaron's run to her fridge for a second. Um, uh, my press, my press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Say, and, um, in Ireland, cupboards are presses. Okay, cool. I'm learning lots of things. Also, maybe you don't know this. Sorry to detract from the conversation. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so chips or fries? Yes. Cookies or biscuits? 
Yeah. The fuck are biscuits? Like American actual biscuits. They don't have They them. don't have biscuits? I okay. witnessed my boyfriend eating a biscuit for the first time in the South. Yeah. And he was just like... He did not like it. Really? And I was like... There are so many similar things. It's like <laughs> no. bread and well, like, shit. <laughs> I've learned a lot about palates mm. since I've lived out here. Like when I first... Yeah. Like Irish food is great and that um, the ingredients are really really good here mm-hmm. the dairy is really good the yeah. meat is really good I if really you were don't... vegan it would yeah. probably be you probably wouldn't notice a difference yeah but um yeah dairy totally. and meat wise it's 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 way yeah way way better um okay. i forget what, what my point was no but... if you don't mind i kind of have a couple like things i wanted to hit yeah sorry we... Go on. no no worries at all um what was i gonna say oh another thing Sorry to be talking so much about Harmontown. Oh, that's um, fine. But I think it was really kind of beautiful to see kind of like how, at least what's been presented um, through podcasts and such. And, and Dan did a, uh, a Reddit AMA, like, and there was a question asked, like, oh, will, like, Aaron be returning for season two of Harmon, Harmon Quest? Which, like, you mm-hmm. know, it was, like, after the divorce and everything. Um, and he wrote this kind of like eloquent thing of like, of course, like that would be like very petty of me not to. And like, if it, like she's clearly unflappable, the first season was during like kind of a rough patch. So she's like such a pro that like, anyways, he wrote this really nice message. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, I did. Actually. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah, the way yeah. that you just fa- basically like how kind of like, I feel like because two of you put stuff out there, um, I thought it was really classy and cool kind of like how you guys have spoken each other about yeah, yeah. each other publicly. I mean I really I really couldn't ask for an easier divorce I guess like yeah. I love Dan I you know like the when I when I gripe about Harmontown most 99% of my gripes I mean it's not I'm not like griping at Dan right and yeah, like I really like we get along really well. Like in Harmon Quest season two, when we were shooting, we had a really good time, and it was, yeah, it was super fun. It was it was right. kind of heartbreaking in a way because we get along really well, totally, and we're really. I mean, I think if we would have met and we were just friends, we would be like best friends, right? Yeah, which is very sad, it but is. also like I think. I'm very, I'm very proud of us, and I'm also proud yeah. of like our our new partners, right? Potty and uh, Cody. Totally <laughs> Just realized their names rhyme. Um, Dan, that must be Aaron, a very specific Potty, thing Cody. for right. <laughs> it might be this must be a specific thing for Potty to go through where he's like now in a relationship with someone who has just had this kind of public thing happen. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, like Potty's like Potty's unflappable. Mm. Like he he's he's the most confident not putty person i've ever met in my life <laughs> like he doesn't he truly does not give a shit and like when yeah. he in a good way and he's like super kind and when him and dan met like i was so nervous about it right potty was not you're like who's gonna win the fist fight <laughs> <laughs> well i yeah i was just like oh i don't know I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. Horribly I really don't. anxious situation, I would assume. Yeah, of course, of course. And yeah. um, and like I had met Dan's girlfriend the year before. Like we had actually met before. Yeah. But I we... mean, I'm fucking 20. And when there's two girls that I've had crushes on both of them in the same room, I'm like, I want to throw <laughs> up. So I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the... I mean, it sounds like a joke, but it's like, well, you both have something in common. Right. <clears throat> like, right. 
Yeah, like it's kind of. I mean, when I met, it's also very male to like want to hate the new dude. Sure, you know? sure. I think, but I think it's also like I think it's pretty human, right? And I think that. I mean, when I was when I was twenty, I was like could not handle the idea of like a boyfriend having ever loved anyone else. Right. Like it was like really hard for me to wrap my hand or my mind around that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just getting older yeah. and having relationships yeah. and just understanding the, I mean, the more time that you live, right. the more you're able to understand how you can have so much love for someone. Right. And then that can fade and you can love someone else and it doesn't detract from that previous love. Right. And it do- you're not constantly, when you're young, literally there's less time. So you're yeah. like, oh, are you always <laughs> thinking about that person you dated two years ago? Yeah, yeah probably. But when right. you're, you know, I'm 12 years older than you. So right. when you're <laughs> like 32. Humble brag. <laughs> when you're 32 and you're like, oh, no, totally. well. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, I... I really love this person. What I've what I've felt is like my heart like if my heart is a garden and like if my heart is if my heart is a garden and my partners are the gardeners. There's some gardeners who make everything like bloom but then maybe make the garden die or like leave shit in it or arrange the flowers weird or do stuff I don't like. And it's like, well, some of those gardeners, <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to go with this metaphor. I love it. Some of those gardeners made my heart bloom and then neglected everything. So it just kind of died and it hurt more because like the bloom is really big and it's like more sad for this big, beautiful bloom to die than just like kind of a tight flower. And then there yeah. are, and then there are other people who tend the garden really well and everything looks nice, but there aren't any big blooms as in like, there's not like this big, huge love. Right. And at 32, having several relationships right. and falling in love many times, like right now, what, I mean, what becomes important is like, okay, I want someone to tend the garden and take right. care of it the way that I like and arrange things the way I like. But yeah. I also really want that bloom. Totally. <laughs> and so it just like you don't compare things the same way totally absolutely yeah. it's more about like deducing what you personally like right not actually what the people are like yeah that's a big trick is like yeah oh it's not it's not who's better <laughs> it's like what you need right and one thing that i'm sorry to keep quoting you to you but <laughs> you talk about dating like um on your podcast and some past episodes is like oh like if you're deciphering like you're doing you're doing good you know if you're moving through relationships and like getting closer and closer to finding what you need then that's yeah like, productive you know it's different for everyone it is different for everyone i mean that was that was why my ex-husband and i got divorced because like my heart my my flower bloomed mm-hmm. but like he did not know the first thing about how to take care of my garden <laughs> and right. vice versa like right you know uh love languages et cetera, et cetera. yeah but like we communicate in different ways yeah different people mm-hmm. need different things yeah some people need totally. very little mm-hmm. some people only need sex some people only need gifts yeah and not gifts like you know internet gifts <laughs> but or gifs <laughs> Some people only need gifts. <laughs> Some people only need <laughs> gifts. 
I love you, baby, with like the love actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are GIF oriented. Yeah, it's um, the sixth love language is, is yeah. Like, it's a love instead of love. Yeah. Um, just on that really quickly. Um, so what role, um, as someone who's like, you know, like I've had some relationships, but I also know that I'm like fucking very young, very you know, twenty one. Um, but I, I've kind of in the past, I've experimented with different uh, relationships to past relationships in my current relationship. You know, where to past relationships. Well, me, oh, to past relationships. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm verbally vomiting. Um, but like, you know, like with certain girlfriends, I would talk a lot about the past, you know, and like mm. because I was still dealing with like some shit, you know, and like sure. Obviously, someone's like your best friend. You like want to talk honestly about what you're going through. Mm. And then in other relationships, I've experimented with like that's the past. Is the past doesn't fucking matter. Like, don't talk about it at <laughs> all. So I'm wondering at 32 and say, like to use your words, like having had several relationships. And yeah, yeah, love, yeah. Like what, what role, like to what extent do you have to own that and like have a relationship with it? Cause it has like an active role in your life. And to yeah. what extent is it like, that's the fucking past. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think there's a really big difference between not having dealt with something and being hung up on an ex and then talking to someone new about yeah. what went wrong. And you can right. feel the difference between that and like, I want to talk to you about this past relationship because I don't want these certain things. And I want to tell you, right. Which I think is really, really healthy and normal. Mm. The same thing with your art. Like, okay, like it's personal, but there's a purpose to it. You know? Yeah. yeah, I want to talk about this because I don't want to repeat the same patterns or I need you to know about my boundaries or something. Yeah. I mean, like, and that, that really, it really takes maturity to take that. Um, but it, you know, it's there. I think I think everyone just uh, you just have to right. try to be intuitive and thoughtful when you're listening to your partner complain mm-hmm. about an ex and be like, okay, is this is this them saying like I did not like this behavior in this person? I don't want to be treated this way again. This is me saying to you, will you please treat right. me this way? Because that's what that person's saying. Right. Which, Which I do all the time. Yeah. Like I had an experience um, with my boyfriend now where like I really overreacted to something he did and I did not understand why. And then I mm. I had to like think about it and be like, <laughs> oh, okay, no, this was something that an ex used to do. Right. And I, this is why I'm reacting this way. Mm-hmm. And then my boyfriend being like, oh, okay, well that makes sense. Right. And let's figure that out now we have that in the open yeah now it's part of the conversation so if i so if i was to ever i didn't ever again react that way like literally it was something so specific it was someone it was him texting my battery's gonna die in two minutes Mm -hmm. and i started weeping and i had to like put my phone away and i was like why am i reacting this way did you think it was like an excuse for not wanting to talk to you or no i had an ex who would say really, really abusive things to me and mm. then say my phone's dying. Oh. And just as in, like, you can't yeah. respond to this. Yeah. And, like, I would just take it. And I don't think oh. I even cried when that was happening in that last relationship. Right. But I, when Potty did that, I was like, oh, no. And, like, could not deal right. with it. And yeah. I was just, like, I was just kind of beside myself. And then he mm-hmm. came home and I was like, I'm so upset. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to deal with this. And I, or I did know how to deal with that. Like, right. I, 
Because I also something that's cool about getting older is that instead of sending a text back being like, why the fuck would you say that? (laughs) I was just like, okay. And then was just like, okay, I'm having these feelings. Right. I'm going to sit in them for 90 seconds, which is something that I practice. Yeah. Which is like, I'm going to not resist this extreme weird feeling I'm feeling, which is like a wave. I'm going to let myself feel this. And then I'm going to try to analyze it Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's that's what came from it but like totally um i mean it's all it's all gravy like (laughs) totally (laughs) i mean really like but that sounds useful and healthy as opposed to like oh brian used to like order root beer also anyways like you know yeah i do think it's not it's not it's not carte blanche to be like i mean i i have never ever said Oh, this guy used to do this, so you better not trigger me in this way. That's right. not the thing. It's it's more like, um, God, what was something recently? Like, oh, well, recently. I mean, I was sick this week. Yeah, and my boyfriend had to work, and he had to work really late, and I found myself really upset, and I didn't know mm-hmm. why I was so upset, and he could sense that I was upset, even yeah. though I didn't say I'm upset with you. And then he was sad that I was upset. And I realized it was because, like, in a past relationship, <laughs> yeah, a nameless past relationship, right. I was dating someone or was with somebody who was a workaholic and would just be gone for days at a time. And I would just be right. waiting for him. And uh, he would extra be gone for days at a time when we were especially not very connected and so it was clearly like yeah he could control it so right but sometimes he couldn't yeah but it was kind of this insane guessing game which made me feel insane and that's hard to deal with when you're like when you feel a reaction and you're like oh is this something that's like my thing that i need to deal with or is this like relevant to this situation like do i need to bring this up and deal with this and yeah yeah i mean like i think I think the answer should always be it's your own thing or maybe you're not with the right person. Right. And that's not like our language about who you're supposed to be with is so wrong in that we talk about people as if they're like racehorses. And it's like, there's not, there's not a metric for everybody. There is not. That's why we are attracted to different people. Not everyone is attracted to the one same person. Yeah. That's the way life works. So yeah. why are why are we like, oh no, that's he's a great guy. Yes. He's husband material or whatever. And it's like, yeah. well, no, like you can like me personally, I need I like I need to be touched. I need Yeah. Like And also I'm sure where you are in your life like matters differently. Like what thirty two sure, year old yeah. Aaron needs is different than maybe what twenty year old Aaron would need or something. Um yes, but also no. Right. Like I mean, like we're we're, we're like our love needs are mostly formed when we're kids, I think. Really? But like your love but also that's yeah. an individual thing. Like yeah. how important your yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. is versus your career. Totally. Like I was just talking to somebody yeah. who's who's podcast i will not air because she asked me not to air it but she's like a a working successful actress Uh and we talked very openly about her marriage and divorce meryl streep meryl streep and she said which is something that i cannot relate to at all because and i love i think she's so great and i feel like we connect on so many levels Mm -hmm. but she is very successful and she said look like i was working on my career and then I thought my relationship was just sorted. So I was like, right. great, get married, 
great. I don't have to worry about this. Mm-hmm. Check off that box. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I have always put my relationships so far first. Right. For better or worse career-wise. Mostly yeah. for worse. Exclusively yeah. for worse. <laughs> but she was like, oh, no, he's fine. And then a year into the relationship, she was like, oh, no, we shouldn't. Like, nothing bad happened. Mm-hmm. Just a year in, she was like, oh, no, I don't want to be in this marriage. Yeah. And then got a divorce. But, like, she, that all happened because she has different values. Mm-hmm. And those values are just as fine as fine. Right. Like, and is that anyone, like, someone might value fucking the art of framing. Like, it doesn't, like, everyone has right. different metrics. Right. For shit. Like, yeah. And that's a beautiful takeaway is that, like, what I am like and what I need and what I want is, like, exclusive to me, you know? Totally. Well, and it's insane when people are, like, because the way that people approach relationships is that their expectations and their needs should be met 100%. As opposed to finding someone who is into providing those needs. Right. Totally. It's insane. It's like, if you wanted... If like if your if yourself is a house, and you have a leaky roof, right? You go to someone who fix fixes roofs, yeah. Instead of like a like a a, a wall painter, yeah. And you're like, well, they deal with houses. Just paint a wall on my yeah. on the top, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh no, I don't do roofs. Yeah, like I don't yeah. do I don't do mom issues, and I, think, I don't yeah. do I think something, I don't do gifts. Yeah. I don't do whatever. Totally, I think something for me is as just kind of only having had a few relationships and, and, and wanting to have relationships is, is like what is realizing like what I need versus like, cause often I'll, I'll show up to a relationship and be like, okay, like wh- how do, how should I change? You know? Yeah. yeah as opposed yeah. to like, what do I need? Oh, of course. <laughs> you should yeah. be like, this guy paints walls. Like, cool. Like I could use walls. I like walls. I fucking oh, love yeah. walls. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's me. That's me. 100%. Yeah. Like the reason why every person I've ever dated long term Every person I've ever dated long term is somebody who I've met when I've been like mm. in a state of like I don't want to be with anyone. Right. And that's f- true of everyone. Mm. And there's that adage that's like it's when you're not looking. Yeah. But the reason that is is because it's when you're in the biggest state of like knowing what you want. Right. And human beings are attracted to people who are their own person. Yeah. So that's that's all that is. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not some right. mystical thing. It's like, oh no, I don't want to I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who's just going to change who they are for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That said, very good at changing who I am (laughs) after I'm like a little bit comfortable after someone who has has chased me for six months and I'm like okay finally and then a month and I'm like how can I be your slave and then you know totally can I ask you one more like semi-emotional thing and then we can get to some like fun yeah 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 um I think I remember hearing on one podcast of yours that you were um pre pre pre-divorce um and i apologize to be talking so candidly about the details of your life and just having met you Um, uh no it's it's all very publicized (laughs) and it's truly not a big deal i heard that you you said that you had had you had met robin williams backstage yeah and you had had a conversation about divorce yeah um, before you had a divorce have you have you since like looked back on that for insight or like Mm, no i just thought that 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 was interesting yeah yeah that's do you remember like what he said and do you remember that conversation uh yeah i mean i would uh, yeah this would have been like 2009 i think and robin williams was like drafted on the show that i was doing at the ucb yeah 
and was hanging out backstage and everyone was really scared to talk to him. And I was scared too, but I like love, loved what Robin Williams and wanted to ask him questions about hook. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and also, I think also like the codependent side of me, like he was, he was literally sitting by himself and everyone was like, Oh yeah. my God, it's Robin Williams. Or there, we were all looking through a window at him into the green room. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no, someone's sitting by themselves. Right. Is really what brought me in there. Just like, Oh, he must feel so weird. He can see that mm. these people are staring at him through the window. Um, yeah. yeah, he, he, I can't remember how, like he brought up, he said something like, um, he asked me about like my dating life mm-hmm. and he asked me, he wasn't hitting on me. Right. He had just gotten remarried, I think. And he was, he was just like, this was after talking to him about hook. Yeah. And he said something like, oh, you're so, such a like lovely young woman. Like, I hope that what's, are you getting married? And I was like, oh no, I don't, mm. I don't know. Um, I'm dating someone. Uh, yeah, and then I remember him talking about divorce being painful. Yeah, and yeah, it's weird. I like blocked this until you you brought it up. Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. No, I mean it's so it's so it's it's still so sad thinking about him. Yeah, killing himself. But yeah, um, yeah the. Yeah, I mean, he was he was incredible. He was an incredibly empathetic person, which I yeah. think made living really difficult for him. And yeah. the he just I don't know. He it, like apropos of nothing, kind of interrupted our conversation about Hook to mm. tell me that I was a good person, like deserved love and. <sighs> <laughs> In a way where I was yeah. like, "Wow, this is a-. like it was." It was That's it amazing. Was, it was amazing. I mean, it was so intense that like, yeah, I, it did not seem real at all. Yeah, yeah. I love Robin Williams, um, but I've. It was interesting. I found myself defending him in a conversation the other day. Uh, he's definitely like someone that I admire and I look up to a lot. And like, Good Will Hunting was one of my favorite movies for years. And like, <laughs> um. But I was with, I was in a conversation with a family member of mine uh, who was kind of saying that like he was like mentally ill or something or like because he was able to do like so many characters they were trying to like label him as schizophrenic or something and I got like really emotional and was just like whoa yeah. that is like a completely different thing and like Robin Williams is like a beautiful also, person yeah also who, mental illness isn't doesn't detract from someone's value as a person yes and yes he was mentally ill he killed himself yeah he was depressed and he killed himself yeah he dealt, dealt with mental illness for years it like fucking yeah. ruined his life yeah um totally but I think what you I mean you summed it I mean did it ruin his life I don't want to say ru- ruin his life but right. like ended his life yeah um no, he was incredible. I yeah. yeah, I think he's amazing. Yeah, but like the um, yeah, we had that very intense conversation, and he clearly like wanted needed to talk to somebody about that. Right. But I do, I know, I very much identify as a like uh, yeah. an empath. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my 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 sister is um is uh, in recovery for heroin and stuff, and like. Mm. We're, she's the oldest sibling, I'm the youngest sibling, and we have a sister in between, and like, 
and maybe even tying back to, I feel like, I don't know, just like I have a lot of addiction in my family. Mm-hmm. I feel like almost like coming to Ireland, is, there's like an addiction, like repression thing. Obviously, that's a yeah, negative yeah, part yeah. of Irish culture and there's so many beautiful yeah. things about it. Um, but I feel like it's like all the same like cool artist people I know and like all the same people that I know. And there's obviously a lot of crossover, but people that I know that struggle with drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's really just like a response to like having your your aperture on your camera like open to too much you know and you're looking for a way and she like yeah. didn't have like I've always had like either like improv or music or whatever as a catharsis and like she didn't have too much of that you know and so I often right, yeah. I often think like if the ages were switched if I was born first yeah I would be setting the example for her like showing that's her, interesting like if yeah. you don't if you don't have like an outlet yeah for that stuff. yeah totally yeah. and like I, I would go to her thing, with yeah. or I go to her like with her to AA meetings all the time and like I'm not I try I try really hard not to claim the same like cred you know but like emotionally i like sympathize with with junkies and with addicts so much because like yeah and at those meetings it's so much of just like people same with like a prime example of someone being christian it's like people coming together and being like we're recovering from the universe together and comparing notes and sharing recipes on what works and and feeling understood this is fucking hard this is how i do it how do you do it you know yeah 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 and so like um i guess i was just like offended that my family member was like kind of trying to discard robin williams's like contributions and humanity because he was like i mean she freaked him out or he freaked her out as we are not as they are so like who cares (laughs) man there's (laughs) one thousand things i want to talk to you about but i want to get to some like sure i know i'll kick myself i don't get to a couple (laughs) okay on an episode of your podcast you said flattered you have all these questions i am i don't i didn't want to freak you out like (laughs) Have you been in this situation? Have you ever interviewed someone that you're like stoked on and you're like, yeah, I yeah, don't want to freak course. them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very You're flattered. the first person that I've interviewed that hasn't been like my friend. Like, <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm very flattered. Oh my yeah. God. You're yeah. a personal, you're a personal You're very hero. chill. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> chill youth pastor. That's my thing. <laughs> you guys stoked on God? <laughs> oh, <I'm> boy. <laughs> All right, close your eyes. Let him yeah. in. <laughs> Guys, my sister was ad- addicted to heroin. <laughs> I'm but real. I came to God. I just like connecting to people. It's like my thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in an episode of your podcast, you said that as like uh, in your in your childhood that you would uh, go up to people on the playground and like oh. say an instrument and a number yeah, and yeah, kind yeah. of like classify yeah. them. <laughs> Two questions. That's my dream, by the way. That's so nice. <laughs> I don't listen to my own podcast because I couldn't possibly. And I'm like, yeah. oh, interesting. <laughs> One, do you still myself. do this to yourself? And two, <laughs> could you? is there any chance I could get an instrument and a number? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, trumpet six. Whoa! I love it. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I still see people that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I kind of want to move forward just because I have That's a couple fine. of things I want to get to. It's a synesthesia thing. Yeah. I'm going to Google synesthesia. Interesting. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Has podcast. Okay. So there's like the old expression, like, like art imitates life, you know, but mm-hmm. there's like an interesting point, especially mainly with doing this podcast. I've noticed that like literally doing a podcast has affected my personal relationships. And there've been like yeah. dates that I've been on where I started to go into a story and a girl was like, Oh, I heard that on your podcast. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boo. So like, you gotta just accept that. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like, obviously I can't be mad about that. It's like, I fucking no, put my, sh- I put it, yeah. I like promote it. I'm like selling it to strangers. Yeah. 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 How has it like, 
does your does your partner like listen to your podcast like is that weird or like how is that kind of like the podcast influence uh, in your real life day-to-day conversation yeah 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 no he doesn't yeah um he did up top um yeah like dan did up top and then right. stopped listening to it not just because like we well as potty said and i i believe him um he he's he's he said he didn't want to listen to it anymore just because it seemed weird to not have these conversations with me. Right. Yeah. And like learn things about me. But like I Potty's Potty's the first partner I've had where I I mean, I really do love talking about relationships and I think that people are fascinating and Yeah. I think that uh stories about sex are fascinating and I think that like <laughs> I also think I'm a pretty good storyteller one-on-one with people absolutely you are. and thank you uh, <laughs> but like i and so many of my stories involve love and relationships and like weird mishaps and whatever else right. and a lot of my comedy and stuff involves those things and i just i'm doing this new stand-up uh material where i'm talking about like being very sex positive and, and everything yeah. so potty's all on board for all of that yeah but yeah it doesn't listen to the podcast because it's weird. I think also, I mean, we live together. Right. So it'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'm, I see her yeah. all the time. Why would I listen to her podcast? Right. Um, totally. Yeah. But we start, we start recording. We're doing this podcast together. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, fuck yeah. 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 That's, I don't, we were coming up with the title. I told myself I would something I like Lovers told, Movie yeah. Club. Because we have like very, just like we have a lot of taste and interest in common, but he's a filmmaker and he's into like really like B movies and horror movies that yeah. I've never seen. Yeah. And so every week we, and I'm really into romantic comedy. So we go back and forth and like, I show him a movie. He shows me a movie. Oh! And so that's a, yeah. That's fucking beautiful. Thank you. I'm trying very hard not to like nerd out in front of you because I'm like, <laughs> me and my friend Sarah, who's one of my best friends and I play in this band with her. We like, we, we love your podcast. We Thank you. We listen to it all the time. Anyways. I have to give you a t-shirt. Oh! I'm like, <laughs> Anyways, I'm just like I happy. Love it squawking. No! <laughs> I'm I just happy that I haven't thrown up yet. Um, okay, cool. Is it what about the gin I threw? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking well, boo. Um, okay, blah 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 blah. What question do I wanna ask? Okay, campfire, pool, or buffet? Um, oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! Reference to oh, dates with Dustin. Oh my god, my dream campfire. campfire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. No, no further questions. Um, I want to play a quick game with you. Yeah, and you can, please. You can choose either side. Um, I'm gonna okay. either I give you a band name, a hypothetical band name, and you tell me like a little bit about them, like what kind of music they play, or like maybe like one of their albums, or like mm. anything that comes to mind. Like, oh, this yeah, is what yeah, the yeah. singer looks like. Whatever <laughs> you want, or I could give you like a genre. Or like give you the other. Basically Let's do the band name. Let's you want the band, band name? name? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Little League Fathers. <laughs> okay. Little League Fathers is like a nouveau ska band. <laughs> uh, is that a genre? It's yes. Not. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's I was like talking ska- to the bartender at, a, what's the name of the pub? Anzi House. Anzi House. Yeah. I was talking to him about ska of all things. Randomly. Weird. Also, I hope they you know. They have a French karaoke night. Every really? Month. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I hope yeah. you know I was joking, by the way, over text when I was like, oh, I did a lot of, re- when you were like, 
I was like, I'm at the MZ. Oh, no, I assumed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, we don't have a rapport yet. Why am I going for jokes? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. Uh, Little League Fathers. Yeah. But I think, and I I feel weird saying this because we were talking about Christianity, but I feel like it's like a Christian ska. Right? Christian ska. Like bowling band. Like they sound like. uh, Bowling band. What's that band uh, from the 90s? Bowling for Zoop? Yes. That's literally (laughs) what I was thinking about. It's Bowling for Zoop. Yes. Yeah. Okay, heck yeah. All right, Toucan Wedding Surprise. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay, so like a Japanese uh, noise band. Yeah. Uh, and they have like tap dancing for um, percussion, like uh, Tilly in the Wall. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, Potpourri? Question mark? Oh. <laughs> you don't like this band? No, I don't. I don't like potpourri question mark. Uh, I'll do another. I can, I can no, it's like it's like one girl, and she's an art student, <laughs> and she and doesn't have any music out yet. But she's like still like yeah, yeah. But she's lot. not like she's not cool. Like she's somebody who like hangs around all the time. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's Margaret. <laughs> and then you you're walking through campus and you see a poster. And you're like, holy yeah. shit, does Margaret have a band called <laughs> potpourri question mark? And it's like at the cafe, four thirty p.m. Tuesday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's wearing like really haphazard makeup. Yeah. And you're like, I think we should go so she doesn't kill herself. Like, <laughs> oh, that's man. that's proper question mark. All right. I have a couple more if you're still into this. Yeah. Um, Paolo's Revenge. Uh, okay. Okay. So this would be like art dudes, but like they're actually <laughs> bros. Yeah. Yeah. And they sound like, mm, like, dr dog but they're like yes yeah they're like they're super they're really cute but they like pretend that they don't know they're cute right and they have like a big gay following that they kind of that they entertain <laughs> but they're like super straight yeah dudes heck yeah yeah and like one of the basis wears a cape amazing yeah um middle red, sp- a red cape <laughs> to clarify a red cape i may or may not start all of hello hello are you good? Hey, how's it going? This is Mac and this is Potty. My name's Mac and I'm doing a podcast. Hey. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm, you're fine. I'm in your home. I've, I'm sorry for interrupting your life. Um, we were just playing a game. Yeah. I'm playing a game where I give Aaron a band name and then I uh, ask her to describe the band for me. Oh, uh, <laughs> do you want to do one or are you settling in? I don't want to bother you. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty beat. So yeah. No, no worries. <laughs> Um, can I ask you one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, middle school dance partners. N- middle school dance partners. Okay. Uh, like really, really intense uh, horror goth. Like, yeah. Opened for Guar. Yes. <laughs> like, really insane. Like, all, all girl band. Um, and in their show, they have, like, a rubber dummy of a dude that they, like, fuck and then murder. <laughs> like, they cut off his the rubber dick and they, like, stab him with the dick. Like, that's, yeah. Amazing. But they wear, like, pink dresses. Right. And so it starts out like that. And then over the course of the show, they do that. Fuck yeah. That's a great idea if anyone yes! wants to take that. I want to, <laughs> As I'm explaining this, I'm like, I would really like to go to that yes. show. Also yeah. copyright on all of these. Um, thank no you. copyright. Do it. Fucking do it. Yes. Do okay. It. Hell yeah. That's yeah. badass. Encouragement. 
I would be so pleased if someone did that. <laughs> would it you? Yo, oh, fuck yeah. I would go to all their shows. I would be the biggest fan. Yeah. All the other bands, no. Fuck. I don't want to see any of I don't want to see Potpourri question no. mark. No, I mean, Ooh. I want to help Potpourri. I want to take Potpourri yeah. question mark to coffee. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a million for being on my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. Heck yeah. This Yay. is This is the end now. Heck yeah. <laughs> Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. I don't know anything. I'm just happy inside.